Damn, I didn't do the intros. All right, screw it. <laughs> Gonna do it live. Welcome to episode 79. This episode of the TLC, we talk about triple teasing. Anton talks about smashing and something about bees. <laughs> I'm Al Boris. And I'm Anton Duong. Ah, uh, that was the best I could do. I should have probably done the the smashing for the last one as the punch. Yeah. But oh well. Okay. Uh, my brother's in the chat. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. How's your week been? Uh, it's been great. I, on the weekend, I got to experience a Kamean feast, which is a Filipino feast with lots of food on the table with uh, banana leaves all over. Yeah, and they love their banana light leaves. The banana lights. Lads. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to eat with your hands, which is kind of crazy. And uh, it was mm-hmm. quite an experience. And yeah. I, I also got to see two movies on the weekend, which we'll probably talk about. In this episode, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which comes out today, actually. Yes. And also Bumblebee, that comes out next week. And my brother just heart spooched in the chat. Uh, for those of you that are listening to the recording and not in the live stream, uh, we do live stream the show on Instagram, and we might switch over to a different platform, depending on how the testing goes. Yes. So, so it'll be crossed. quite a bit of a change next week, probably. Yes. Uh, and also, I just realized, I think I said episode 79, it's actually episode 78, what am I doing? <laughs> we can fix that. That's fine, fix it in post. Yeah. Alright, Anton, uh, so one quick update, we have been communicating with, uh, well, my brother from Deep Dives Rabbit Holes and Josiah from Deep Dives and also the Comic Syndicate, uh, about doing a special episode with them, hopefully our New Year's episode. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get everything set up, so it's going to be a little bit of a kickback scenario. Hopefully, it works out well. I think it's going to be a really good episode because, I mean, the chemistry between all of us together uh, on one recording gets pretty epic sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we've already had Joe on one of our episodes, uh, the one we did right before the summer movie draft. Yeah, it was but, actually a really good episode, too. Yeah, yeah, so it went, so, it went yeah, well. It, and then uh, yeah, we, guys we've known chance, my brother for years. yeah so if you guys have a chance to go back and check that episode out if you haven't yet and uh yeah just look forward to this episode because i I know we're gonna have a really good time you know having a chat and i know there's gonna be some really crazy topics uh i don't know if you can share any of them now no no i'm I'm gonna try to surprise you guys a little bit uh and my brother's still trying to pitch the uh, the title of the show to be stud a palooza which i am still not budging on (laughs) 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 all right all right Anton, you ready to roll into the show uh yeah let's get into news dude all right so quick news topics here uh, first of all, Doctor Strange 2 is already in the works and expected to come out in 2020. 2020. Well, mm. that's not that far away. No. Cons- Talking cons- about, you know, considering that it is almost New Year's. Yeah, well, because we know everything that's coming out 2019 already. There's no yep. surprises there. So 2020 mm-hmm. is going to come faster than we expect. Uh, I'm curious to... Okay, so the last part of the phase would be uh, Avengers 4, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the last one. Yes, that's going to be the last one of Phase 3. And then we enter mm-hmm. Phase 4 with yeah. Captain... Well, actually, no, Captain Marvel might be the first one. Mm. So I guess 
Avengers 4 would be the second movie of Phase 4? No, 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 no. I I think that's the end. Or is it kind of an overlap a little bit? No, no, no. It's the end. Okay. I think because they, they announced uh, Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, which we know now is so, Endgame. So it just kind of overlapped by accident because they split them up. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I need to go back and see what they've showed. I know they always said like a, the heroes to be announced or movie title to be announced. Um, yeah. There's a lot of suspicion that one of the heroes that we're going to see in Phase 4 is uh, Nova. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish Josias was in the chat. Uh, Nova is uh, one of the Nova Corps uh, soldiers from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. You know, like mm-hmm. old people blew up? Yes. Yeah, they're the, they're the Nova Corps, and I guess they have a hero, kind of like their Captain America, but more powerful, um, mm-hmm. named Nova. Uh, I think his name is something Ryder? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um mm-hmm. And there are a few rumors that they teased him in one of the Guardians um, movies. I can't remember if it was oh, the yeah, first one. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was a scene when they had Sylvester Stallone there. Uh, well, okay, there's another one. They want to do... Because uh, a, a, Sylvester Stallone's uh, squad was a throw, uh, kind of a reference to the original Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books. Yeah, yeah. So they're thinking of doing a movie with them. Mm-hmm. Rumor, not confirmed. Yeah. And also, there's the Nova was teased in Guardians of the Galaxy when they were t- when um, Star Lord was talking to Gamora about mm-hmm. the one of the Infinity Stones. Like again, they both had Infinity Stones. I can't remember which episode, of, which uh, which movie it was. But she says, "Oh, we need to take it to Nova," and he goes, "Right, right, right, or right," kind of thing. Like snuck in the name in there. So we assumed, I mean, the Nova Corps, but the rumor is that we're suspecting it's actually Nova, the hero. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's quite a bit to see in the upcoming future of the MCU because I know that uh, they did confirm a couple of things that they're going more of a direction of what's out there in space. The cosmic, yeah, the cosmic aspect. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just focusing on what's on Earth. Right. I mean, we got amazing, boring stuff here on Earth, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, I guess there's more stuff out there to see. Well, there's a few more things on Earth here. Uh, mm-hmm. The Kind of leading to our next topic, the Russo brothers mm-hmm. have said two things. One, that they're fine. No, not they're fine. That they suspect that the, uh, Deadpool and I think Wolverine. Uh, I'm sorry, look yeah. at my notes. And maybe oh, no, Hugh X-Men. Jackman's coming back, right? Yeah. Well, Deadpool and, and they said X-Men will be appearing in the MCU at some point. Yeah. Uh, and we know that them and you know Marvel and Sony have uh, have worked things out to some aspect. So now we're kind of hoping that they do the same thing with. Well, actually, no. They actually they made the deal right with Fox. Yeah, so it's theirs. Fox, yeah, it's theirs. Okay. <laughs> so that's maybe it's not as far fetched as we thought. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that part, and also the Russo brothers says or the, what the Russo brothers say they want the next project that they get from Marvel to be Secret Wars. And that's the only way they will sign back on. Mm-hmm. And they kind of set it up in, in Captain Marvel. So we'll see. Yeah, we're going to have to see all the crazy stuff that happens. I know that, I mean, it was pretty tough for them to write um, Spider-Man in uh, towards, uh, you know... They kind of had to uh, shoehorn him into the, the MCU a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for them to put X-Men in now... Uh, uh, everybody's really hoping to see you know what the outcome's gonna be like because usually characters like quicksilver who is the oh, son yeah. of technically is dead in one movie and still alive in yeah. another series and, yeah. and how how do you work that out i mean is it a different storyline and uh the, the whole lore is pretty much all over the place for the mcu but we're just I, gonna have to wait and see what's gonna happen in the future i suspect that they're going to sit uh, actually not on their mind i was like, something about the time jump but the time jumps happen at around the same time 
Um, yeah. yeah. Where is there? There is that rumor that we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Also, the terminology too, because X Men works so hard to, to own up to mutants, and then uh, Marvel kind of developed around not saying mutants. They instead they say immortals or inhumans. Uh, immortals, inhumans. Yeah. So. All right, um, that's it for news. There's some art news topics, but we'll kind of sprinkle those into the other categories. Yeah, there's actually uh, a lot of stuff that's going on right now with, um, you know, Disney Parks. They announced a couple of things that kind of excite me a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing's for sure is that we know that the Millennium Falcon is finally completed. Yes. Uh, The the whole ride is going to be... Uh, revolving around the smugglers run which is kind of cool you go in and pilot the the millennium falcon mm-hmm. and so far right now people who are working there are saying that you know it it's complete like you can actually go in and ride the thing yeah but uh it's only in test phases right now and uh i, I think we're getting closer 2019 uh, for next summer to to start, you know, having more people to go into the ride and, and experience it a little early. Um, yeah, uh, one of my friends he put in the group chat, and my friend Julie's like, "Oh my god, we have to go!" I'm like, "No," and she goes, "Why not?" I'm like, "One thing, I'm not gonna wait and either a they're gonna do a raffle for the for, for people to get tickets to go in, which is still not gonna guarantee you're gonna get in, or two, they're gonna make you wait in line for a long time, which I I'm pretty sure Disney's smart enough not to do at this point, especially for something so popular." For like the preview yeah, nights? So, yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere. Um, I can't get the exact number of capacity on how much they can get riders in one day. But I know that in one hour, they can go probably like 15,000 riders in an hour. Yeah, I think that that's quite right. a bit. I, no, because that kind of goes with what I was seeing. I think the numbers I was seeing for per day or the capacity uh-huh. they, they can, uh, like, they can uh, rotate through is somewhere in the 200s, a thousand. Yeah. So that kind of fits in there. Yeah. So I think with that being said, I mean, in a day maximum, they can have about, I don't want to throw any numbers out, but, but just, just yeah, the, it, it's kind of tough. Well, just the, the fact that, the, you know, it's going to be a new area. So it's not like people can be walking through really quickly like they do for the other areas. They're going to be, they're going to be there the whole day. So you're talking about people, you know, 200,000 people in a day. Mm-hmm. taking their sweet time in a very small area dude it's gonna be very very annoying i don't know if i would be able to tolerate it like for the first I, couple I, months. I hope they i mean i hope disney would take into consideration of doing something kind of like an e-ticket kind of like what uh, universal is doing right now for mm-hmm. uh, fast and furious over here like you can go on your app and then you just you know press uh, a reserve and it gives you a specific time to come back i mean you don't have to go there right away you're basically in line uh electronically so when you go there you're at a specific time in line and you don't have to wait like a whole four or five hours well you need a fast pass just to get into the that area (laughs) yeah exactly yeah no that's gonna be ridiculous i'm not looking forward to that Mm -hmm. all right well, anyways, there, there's a couple other uh, announcements that they did for pretty much Marvel-related uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. They are going to get rid of A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah. They've already shut it down. I thought I told yes. you that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, right now, it's just walls yes. with uh, Stark Industries painted on the on the panels. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, what they were talking about is uh, doing like a Spider-Man type of uh, uh, experience. Uh, at least Marvel. Uh, Marvel area. Yeah, but mainly it, it is going to be a Spider-Man area because um, they were talking about an interactive screen ride. Yeah. And uh, I mean, in Hong Kong, if you go to Hong Kong, 
they have uh, Stark Industries uh, kind of like an expo. Mm-hmm. It's a Iron Man ride that is the same skin, oh, same same exact ride as Star Wars. Okay, uh, Star Tours, mm-hmm. but then it's just reskinned as um, Iron Man. Well, that's the thing. So I can easily see this kind of being a combo of Iron Man and Spider Man. Like you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's Robert Downey narrating um, the the ride, and then you you are Spider Man to some extent, or or, yeah. or or kind of side by side with Spider Man. Yeah, no, I, they, that's the thing. They can only fit probably one ride into that area. It's not a very big area. It's it's mainly it was mainly there for kitty rides. Yeah, um, true. And I mean, it's right next to the Guardians ride, so uh, it, they can just kind of extend the the that area a little bit. But for the most part, mm-hmm. those two rides are gonna be the two Marvel rides. Yeah, that's why I think uh, it's only big enough for just one. That Spider Man ride only, yeah. nothing else. And it makes yeah, sense but, that it would be a screen ride. Yeah, and there's actually one more ride that was announced, and that's the Ant-Man ride. That will be at Disney Hong Kong. Mm. So uh, those are just some of the, the interesting Marvel rides that they're putting at different parks, and hopefully I think that's going to draw more people into going to different um, different uh, locations for that. So really so. quick, before we move on to uh, TV... I just suspect that the the Ant Man experience is going to be a ripoff of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of has to be but, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes sense because one of the things that they announced is the title of this ride or show. It is called Ant Man and the Wasp Nano Battle. So you already know that yeah. you're going to be shrunk. Yeah, you're going to be just. Yeah. It's going to just be uh, should be battling out in something probably in somebody's kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's on. Uh, let's move on to TV. All right. All right, that's on. So, even though you're Asian, I'm assuming you know how crazy Hispanics go over uh, the singer that died too young, Selena. Yep, big fan of Selena too. I, I mean, I love her music. Yeah, she's she has really catchy songs. Even now, they still do like remixes or or just the originals in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So Netflix has ordered a mini, a series, TV series, mm-hmm. uh, scripted about the life of Selena. So maybe to some extent, a stretched out version of the J Lo movie we saw back in what the late nineties. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, I think it's only been it's been greenlit for ten episodes, I believe. Still no yeah. release date. Still no uh, confirmation on who's gonna be starring in it. There's a lot of speculation about who we want, but right now it's still too early to tell who is even close to getting that role. So who do the people want? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen any real popular names, and even one of my uh, one of my friends when I posted on Instagram, they said. It has to be a no name because any yeah. any because they have to be able to sing, um, and if they have a, and they have the if they have the ability to sing, they cannot use this to piggyback on their own singing career. Like this has to be the, their their jump off point because it also so, looks like they're just milking Selena's career for their own benefit. So I'm guessing it can't be Becky G or Selena Gomez. See, and the funny thing is, I I pitched Selena <laughs> Gomez as a joke, uh-huh. but uh, I don't know. I I I, I mean, I I like Becky G. I mean, she's getting into acting and everything. She was in the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, she's starting to see she more Spanish. Too bad. Um, yeah. Also, I have a feeling it's going to be somebody from Mexico, like mm-hmm. a, like an artist, an actress, or singer that's probably from Mexico City or somewhere in Mexico and coming over here. Yeah, I mean that makes perfect sense to yeah. have that type of casting. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then moving on, uh, what is the final table? So, okay. So, you, you know the show Chef's Table? Yes. And you're, you're familiar with the whole format where they go and follow some of the best chefs in the world. And I'm also familiar uh, with some, tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot of like three Michelin star um, um, chefs. And a lot of these restaurants really follow what the type of cuisine that they're cooking. And it tells their whole life story about the chef. So it's very interesting that they're bringing all of those elements, but they're putting it into a more Iron Chef style show. So basically, the final table is a combination of Master Chef with Iron Chef together. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a regular um, home cook. These are like rising star chefs or chefs who already has Michelin stars. So they would go here with a friend. Okay. Uh, so they're they're pretty much teams of two, 12 teams of two. Mm-hmm. And they go up against each other cooking these really amazing dishes. They look exactly like what you would see on chef's table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really hard to see all of these chefs go against each other. And when you start growing, um, when you start liking and you care about some of the the chefs that cook the food, you know that it's good and you know that they deserve it. But there's those little small mistakes that kicks them out. This is the chef version of American Idol with like legit artists. Like if you were to get like famous singers, put them on American Idol and like they, they get voted off every week or whatever kind of thing. Actually, don't no, dance with the stars. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Iron Chef is basically like a bunch of uh, legendary chefs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, people go up there and challenge them. So it's just a, a face off between, you know. Um, Existing chefs. Yeah. You're going against yeah. Titan, somebody in the industry. Yeah. But this one is not like that. It's basically everybody's brawling against each other. And every single episode, they're going to a different country. So it takes a lot of the chefs out of their comfort zone, cooking mm-hmm. something that they've never cooked before or something that they're very familiar with. Right. But the thing is that some some chefs want to go the extra mile, so they get a little too complicated with their dishes and it just doesn't work. And yeah. that's something that really throws up the, <laughs> the whole show. So speaking of that, uh, I was watching a show called Chopped. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I was watching a Thanksgiving one because it's free on iTunes and I just wanted to check it out. And there was this one chef. He did everything, everything fried. He even fried the salad. Like the, the, like, so I'm like, what the hell? And then there's a, they got one ingredient, which was the uh, turkey skin. And like they cut to him doing like a, uh, what are they called? The, uh, when it's just, he's talking to the camera or, to, or like doing a voiceover. Oh, confessional. Like the office? Yeah. Com- well, no, no, com- but the confessional kind of thing. Um, uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I really panicked because I didn't know what to do with the with the turkey skin. I'm like, oh, bullshit. The one thing you would actually deep fry is the one you don't know, like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know. Like, and it's like, he's like a Louisiana chef. So, like, everything's deep fried. <laughs> uh-huh. But I just thought, like, really? Sense. Like, really? Everything, you, you, de- you deep fried everything. But the one thing that you should deep fry without question, and you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You can deep fry any type of skin and it's freaking delicious. Exactly. It's like it's fatty enough and salt. It already has kind of salt in there. It's funny. Um, yeah. But that's just really kind of reminded me of when I said get out of their comfort zone. I'm like, yeah, this chef did not get out of his comfort zone. He just deep fried everything. Yeah. So m- more more things I've really surfaced about uh, what we were talking about for the past couple episodes is uh, Daredevil. Uh, it looks like their show is staying on Netflix for another two years. So the I don't think we're going to be seeing. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be seeing 
you know, Daredevil on Disney Plus anytime soon? Uh, yes and no. Um, I think that, that part of that is because Netflix still has the rights to air or to stream the series. Yeah, but um, that means that Disney is not allowed to bring it over yet. Bring bring over the existing seasons. Yeah, but what if they bring them into the MCU? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah, exactly. It would be very interesting. Yeah, it's still too new. But speaking of speculation, uh, one of our classic childhood shows, I believe this is Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark, is about to make a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah. So the director, geez, I really wish I, uh, um, I looked up another something. Actually, no, he worked on um, Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah. Uh, DJ, yeah. DJ Caruso. DJ Caruso. Yes. It sounds like a DJ name. Uh, he is going to work to bring back Are You Afraid of the Dark for Modern Era. Which is very interesting because, I mean, when we were watching it when we were younger, it was scary, but it wasn't like... Intense. Going... Yeah. yeah it, 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 it wasn't w- like going to the movie theater to see scary stuff, you know? Yeah, it, it was a, it was scarier than Goosebumps, mm-hmm. but not as scary as like, um, you know, Tales from the Crypt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like the in between. It, it was it was intense enough for a kid, but not overly intense that they would freak out. Oh, actually, and, I, and then I just I met, messed this up, but uh, it's actually gonna be a movie. So mm-hmm. I think they're piggybacking off the whole Goosebumps thing about you know mm-hmm. taking a series and making it into a movie. Uh, next thing we know, we're gonna see Animorphs. I liked Animorphs, both the books and the show. <laughs> um, it doesn't hold up, by the I, way. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't really like the the, the transformation the effects. Yeah, it, uh, it was really bad. The the first episode wasn't too bad, but you know how budgets go for TV; they kind of blow their load on the first like two or three episodes, and after that, it's yeah. all like transforming off screen, <laughs> and everybody's just reacting. Uh, but yeah. yeah, there's no real details on Are You Afraid of the Dark yet, besides the director who's announced. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, that does it for our TV segment. Are you ready to go on to video games? Yep, let's get into video games. Oh. All right, Anton. Uh, the video game awards was happening last week when we were recording. Let's go over the yep. results. All right, so there was quite a bit of video games last week that I was really excited for that got nominated. Uh, Some of them that we didn't really play, Uh but uh, they are very uh, well worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to start with uh, a couple of the categories that is in here. Um, uh, Best narrative. So that goes along with like you know tell, storytelling and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Detroit Become Human, which is a, a, a game that I talked about on on the podcast. Uh, it's about robots mm-hmm. that are kind of like um, uh, they have really advanced AI and they're taking care of people. Yeah, and then slowly ver- they're taking over the world. Right, very similar to uh, iRobot, especially the the visual of the robots. Yeah, 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 very similar. Uh, another game is God of War. Uh, this one was uh, created by David Jaffe, but then he left uh, some years ago, and uh, the game resided with the studio. So uh, there's a, a bunch of different uh, directors that were working on the game, and this time around, uh, I forgot this guy's name, but uh, he got really emotional when he got um, uh, the highest score mm-hmm. for a video game. 
And uh, it just turns out that, you know, it, it was nominated for Best Narrative also. Um, Life is Strange is also another really interesting story, uh, kind of like a horror zombie type mm-hmm. of story. And then uh, Marvel Spider-Man is also uh, nominated for that one. But the one that won was Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And there was a lot of kind of smack talk because apparently for the Red Dead Redemption was winning a lot of rewards leading up to the main awards. And I was seen on Twitter as we were recording, uh, said the video game awards brought to you by Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, it didn't really win a whole lot. It's just some some of the... The, some of the categories. Yeah, but there was some of the categories. any but of the major ones. No, but there was a lot of mini ones leading up to it. And I think the fact that they were so close together, it just gave the appearance that they were, that Red Dead Redemption was sealing the, the show. Yeah. So, uh, best game direction. Uh, there was a game that came out, um, I think, beginning of the year. I kind of wanted to play it with you, but I didn't really get a chance to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called A Way Out. It's about uh, two guys that are uh, ex-con and uh, they escape together it's kind of like prison break mm-hmm. um so that's one of it detroit become human is also in the uh best uh, direction game direction um god of war is also in there uh, spider-man is in there red dead redemption is in there but the one that won was god of war mm-hmm. and uh, I-, I think it just had so much depth in there for uh, the director to be able to pull something like that. So I, I think that's why it um, rewarded him with uh, the win. Um, this is something that we're really interested in because uh, some of these games we have played. Uh, best ongoing game. One of the first ones is uh, Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite also got nominated. No Man's Sky, which we talked about. Yes. Uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And also Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So out of all these, Fortnite won. Yeah, and I think we kind of called that one saying that we wanted Overwatch to win, but more than likely, Fortnite was going to take it. Yeah, Fortnite took it. Yeah. It's such a big popularity vote right mm-hmm. now at the moment. Yes, they would have upset yeah. a lot of gamers if they didn't, if they didn't mm-hmm. give it to that one. Yeah. So the last uh, category I want to go to is uh, Game of the Year. I mean, Game of the Year is a pretty big deal. Drum roll. Uh, drum roll. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is uh, one of the nominees. Mm-hmm. Celeste, which is a side-scroller. Very interesting to see a side-scroller in uh, the Game of the Year uh, category. Mm-hmm. Uh, God of War, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and also Red Dead Redemption. And the Game of the Year went to God of War. Which was a surprise to a lot of people that I was seeing on Twitter. Everybody thought it was going to mm-hmm. go to either Spider-Man or um, Red Dead. Red Dead. So yeah. God of War. That that's a sneaky one. I really wasn't expecting that because I really haven't heard that much buzz around God of War. Oh, for me because I'm a PlayStation. And I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. But see this thing. Even though it's a PlayStation exclusive, I hear more about Spider-Man than I do for about God of War. But that could just be because when it was released. Yeah, when it was released, because God of War released very, very uh, earlier in the year. Okay, so right now the buzz yeah. is just about Spider-Man, because that's the new thing. Yeah, because I think Spider-Man made such a big impact because it had a selfie mode. Oh, did you see that guy that was trying to uh, reenact the selfies he took in the game, in in the real New York? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah. That sounds funny. <laughs> it's funny, like, uh, I mean, the, the, the landmark artist 
got really close, but just a little bit off. So you can kind of see the differences. But for the most part, they nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really hilarious. Yeah. All right, Anton. I believe, does that wrap up our video game segment? No, uh, I actually got a video game last weekend that came out on, uh, I think it was Friday. And it was a very, very big launch because uh, apparently everywhere that I went on the weekend, everybody was playing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's doing it. Yeah, everybody's (laughs) in it. Yeah, so on Friday, I got Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm -hmm. And this game, you know... Everybody's has played Super Smash Brothers at some point. Yeah, some exposure life. to it. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love this game uh, so much. But the only problem is, I need more friends playing. <laughs> you need more friends. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, you're telling me to buy the Switch, but I'm like, Meh, I yeah, want one. You, but you can wait if you want. Yeah. To, and that's oh, now fine. you say that. <laughs> but, but, you know, but Alan, Alan, but Smash. Smash. Yeah. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Super Smash Brothers, uh, on the weekend, uh, I, w- I went to a movie screening, and in the morning, while I was waiting in line, there's a bunch of people with their Switches playing mm-hmm. against each other. Yeah. And I looked at my wife, Julie, and she was like looking at me like, yeah, I should have brought my Switch. <laughs> uh, it would have been really fun. Yeah. No, my friend Julie did the same thing. She took, because she does, a, she has a second job working at a liquor store for her family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she starts like at seven, seven in the morning. And by nine o'clock, she's like, I should have brought my charger. <laughs> she, her Switch died on her. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. This game is a lot harder to unlock uh, a lot of the characters. I mean, it, they do make it easy for you to uh, go and re-challenge some of the characters that you didn't unlock yet because you have mm-hmm. to beat the character in, t- in order to unlock it. Right. Um, but some of the characters are so hard to unlock like because of the difficulty mm-hmm. on some of the characters. They want you to earn it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. anyways, I'm almost done with all of them. It's funny when I was like sitting in line. Yes, seventy nine <laughs> to be exact. If you were to count all of the Pokemon's that are uh, used for oh, the Pokemon training, Pikachu and Eevee are in the right, or Pikachu and Pikachu, Pichu, Charizard, okay. Squirtle. Yeah, yeah, it can go on. Yeah. There's quite a bit of Pokemon that are in the game, uh, even though they're some supporting characters in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I was in line and. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to skip on to the next thing. <laughs> All yeah. right, Anton. All right, let's move on to our next segment, which I believe is movies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Movies. All right, movie time. All right, Anton. So I'll give you one guess on what I'm doing right now. Scrolling through to the box office yes, numbers I am. because you didn't pull up that page. <laughs> 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 all right that's on uh let's go with uh monday's numbers uh okay i'm still waiting for it okay calm down calm down surprisingly surprisingly on monday i don't you know i don't like this one i'm gonna go to the week full <laughs> weeks because no you know why because on 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 uh if i go to monday and just do the daily see what came up came up first uh, mm-hmm. the grinch is number one which we know that's not true yeah that's totally not true which apparently it is is it? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. There you go. So, Sunday numbers. <laughs> uh, Ralph breaks the internet at uh, with 140.9 million. Number two, Dr. Seuss uh, totaling 223 million. 
Creed 2 with 96 million, Fantastic Beats with 145 million, and number 5, 173 million, Bohemian Rhapsody. That seems more like it. Not Dr. Seuss has been yeah. out for almost a month and all of a sudden it takes number one. Yeah, I think Spider-Man's going to take it this weekend because that movie is phenomenal. I've heard good and things. And we'll talk about it in a bit Yeah, after trailers. All right, so let's go on to the first thing we're going to talk about. So uh, we talked about it last episode. We said that it was going to come out soon. And the first and the first thing I saw in the morning was a text from you saying, we talked about it yesterday and now it's out. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Avengers... <laughs> Infinity War, or not Infinity, the Avengers 4 trailer, which we get to see the name Infinite Avengers Endgame, which fits in with the theories we were seeing about the title. Antoine, official, yeah. initial impressions? Very dramatic. <laughs> Super dramatic. Dude, that first minute with Tony in the, in the spaceship, I'm like, damn, the way to, way to milk it. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, we get to see a lot of the characters that we care about in the the trailer. Well, more of a teaser trailer. And uh, it didn't really give a whole lot away. Because, I mean, we notice that it it takes place, you know, at the very beginning of the movies where um, everything just happened. But we don't know how long to extent. Yeah. We don't know if it was like a year later or a couple months later or we don't know. Yeah, because we do see a shot of Thanos' armor, which is really broken down. It's, It's He's set up as a scarecrow. Um, the mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet looks to be messed up badly from from the snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the snapping. But see, the thing is, this is the first trailer we've seen for the movie. It doesn't come out for another couple months. I'm very skeptical about what they show us and in what order they show us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of sitting and waiting. I'm happy that we finally got something, but you know what? What else you got for me? <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the things that a lot of people notice in the trailer is that uh, the Ant-Man scene, well, where um, where he goes to the door. Oh, hey, guys, let me in. in the door. Let me in, guys. Yeah, and surprisingly, it was an archive footage. It's not live. Uh, yeah, because Captain, Captain asks, is this live or is this a recording? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot. Of, I think a lot of people are falling for it, or you know, are believing that it's going to be Ant Man coming back, um, because there's a memes coming out showing like, you know, on t- on the top of the picture, it's Captain Marvel movie poster saying, "Who I thought was going to save the MCU, or who I thought was going to save, uh, in the uh, who's going to be the, the hero to save the world," and then it shows Ant Man or uh, what's his name? Well, yeah, Ant Man, but uh, Ant Man jumping up and down on the bottom picture saying who's really going to save the day <laughs> uh, no it's like uh i think it, they're trying to hint to us that you know ant-man really did go back in time because in, in, in that um that video at the very corner it says archive it says archive um but i mean there's also skepti- skepti- uh, skepticism that there might be a time jump for Captain America and Black Widow because they're saying like, oh, no. uh, yeah, but I, I think it was more like uh, Ant Man going back in time because of the but there's like, no reason the for quantum him. realm that he was in. That's not time. That's not how time travel works, sir. <laughs> no, no, they were talking about it uh, in the uh, Ant Man movie, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. No, but that's not how time works. Um, and I and, and we kind of had a similar logic jump when we were talking about the end of uh, Infinity War when you said, "Yeah, that that one pager thing that they were showing uh, that kind of looks like it's a time device that goes back." I'm like, what what part of that makes it a, a time device? <laughs> 
Uh, but they just shut down a bunch of like beeper towers. <laughs> that doesn't make it a time so. device. <laughs> Anyways, regardless, of, I'm saying that I think there we are getting misled a lot. Um, I have a feeling that. <coughs> <coughs> oh, all right. I have a feeling that Tony's not going to really be a major part of this movie. He's going to be in it, but I don't think he's going to show up until like maybe the last half hour, which we're seeing is what three. We're being told is what can be three and a half hours. Yeah, this is going to be the longest. But no, no, the Russo brothers are trying to go uh, under two and a half hours because they said uh, the time of having those type of movies is going to be uh, a lot less because it's just so dreadful. Them. No, I. Eh, yeah, we'll see. All right. There was one more thing that they were teasing in the trailer that a lot of people got was uh, the rescue armor. Yes, but that was teased a while ago. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow actually posted on her Instagram. Um, yeah. It wasn't the full armor, but it was a close-up of her in the suit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think there's one scene, uh, before we started recording, I saw uh, people posting saying that there is a part of this trailer where they say, um, the word rescue as a noun, not as a verb. God yeah. damn, the geeks are dissecting this trailer inch by inch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm skeptical, whatever we... It's fun to, assuming, but we have nothing concrete. Um, yeah. Anton, we got something that's, else. That's the thing that they try to do with a lot of yeah, these which, trailers is mislead a lot of the people. Yeah, which F you, Marvel. Nice try, but I'm going to fall for it. <laughs> All right, yeah. next thing we got is a Sonic teaser. This kind of got overlooked in a lot of places. I think it was popular for about two hours. But once po- people realized it wasn't really much, they kind of let it go. Um, the teaser is literally just a uh, black uh, screen with a blue blur zigzagging, and then you see the silhouette of Sonic. Yeah, but I, I really let it go. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> you really, you're not a fan of Sonic? I, I'm a big fan of oh, Sonic. Okay, but you're like, I'm not it's impressed by what that- they told me? Or what they um, showed me? I am not impressed with the the poster at all because it doesn't look right. I mean, I can't really judge okay. because I can't see what yeah. he looks like yet. But go okay. Hearing the the whole plot on on how how the whole story is gonna unfold, I don't really know how. Okay, I, I I just don't know. Okay, so after we finish recording, check out go to our Instagram page and look at the video. Um, if you can screenshot it or pause it the last moment, you can kind of see he's furry. He's actually like fuzzy. Similar yeah, to, I've seen that. Yeah, similar to the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we do see some texture, but you're right. We, we don't see his face. We don't really see it. Um, but he's being voiced by Ben Schwartz, which we talked about before. He's freaking hilarious. And he has like the perfect voice for Sonic. Yeah, but they're trying to market the movie by saying from the creators of Fast and Furious. Which, Which I think they're trying to be more funny than marketing. Yeah, but that doesn't really appeal to me. Not to you, but I think they're just trying to be funny about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, who better to direct Sonic than somebody that directs Fast and the Furious? He is Fast and Furious. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, we also got the Deadpool teaser for Once Upon a Deadpool. And people went crazy when they confirmed that Ben Savage is... In it for the purpose of doing the Prince's Bride. Retelling the story. The Prince, yeah. Well, the Prince's Bride gimmick about him being in bed. Oh, yeah, the, the story. room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the teaser is just him and Deadpool arguing about um, one of your favorite topics, hating on... Oh, well, what's the band? Nickelback. Nickelback. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, it's a good argument. <laughs> I like how you listed off the awards. <laughs> um, but again, that's we've already seen it. This is just a fun little gimmick. Um the part of the so from what people said who 
have already seen it, they said it's a waste of time because if you've seen it, you've seen it. But I think it's more for families to go watch it together for for the people that have kids. Yeah, but even though they said uh, they're allowed to say shit like twice and fuck one time. Yeah, and they said that. Uh, they seriously didn't really need to remake it. No, well, they did it more for a charity thing. But again, they're going to make money because the you know parents that have kids that the kids want to see the movie, but they couldn't. They were old enough to see the original or the real one. Um, this is a chance for the family to go to the movies together, and they will make that Christmas money. Yeah, I don't think I would take my kid. <laughs> well, well, again, you, yeah, I, I highly doubt that you wouldn't if you had a kid. Yeah, I mean, if he was like ten years old, exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah exactly. But. From ages <laughs> ages like six to ten, or even eleven or twelve, um, they'll they'll bug their parents to go see it. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, just if anything, it didn't cost them anything other than editing and marketing. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, next one, it's going to be all you, Anton. Yes, so I got to see two movies ahead of time in one day, and it was kind of dreadful for Julie. Yeah, you told me. You're like, all right, I got two premieres. I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two screeners. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. But I'm really happy that I got to see these movies early because I can actually talk about it and have it come out during the right time. (laughs) Yeah. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the first one that I saw in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday. I love the pacing of the movie. I love the the, the humor. Uh, it's actually produced by Phil and Lord. Okay. Uh, yeah, Phil and Chris Lord, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It is really good. <laughs> this movie is probably one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. It's way up there. Yeah. It- like, it's top two. I can't really place between... You know, it being one or the second one because it's that good. Yeah. So they were saying, aside from Avengers, this could be like the biggest Marvel movie this year or Disney movie this year. Hands down, this will be the biggest Marvel movie if the war gets out. And I'll tell you why. If you're a big fan of the old Spider-Man that we saw when we were little kids Mm -hmm. on TV, you're going to love this one. And because of, uh, you know, from the trailers, we could see that there's different types of Spider-Mans that are out there in different Spider-Verse. Yeah. It really gets you out of your comfort zone because you're so familiar with your regular Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. But then there's so much more depth when it comes to having different uh, um, storylines and different... uh, uh, settings like there's a that Japanese version of Spider-Man, which is which that has girl. to be a mech. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. the girl, the girl is voiced by um, what's her name? The girl from Orange Is the New Black, the only Asian girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only Asian girl. She's really good in this one. She sounds amazing. She Kimiko. She Glenn. sounds like she voices a lot of characters. She has a good voice. Yeah, Kimiko Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this mm-hmm. this movie has a great cast. Um, Sh- can't even say his name. Shamik Moore. He's from the mm-hmm. both Netflix shows, uh, Dope and uh, The Get Down. Uh, Jake Johnson, mm-hmm. most notably from The New Girl, which he's been in other yes. stuff and he's freaking hilarious because he. I think he has the same cranky attitude that I do, so I relate mm-hmm. to him a lot. Um, yeah. So you know what? I, at the very beginning, when I heard that he was casted as Peter Parker, I it it was kind of hard for me to process because I I don't see him as is, that type of person. Well, because the thing is, you see the classic Peter Parker. He's a broken down future bro- Peter Parker, which he's already kind of like. It's kind of like the, the the Ben Affleck Batman we got. Like he's already seen shit. He's already gone through. Like he's he's damaged. He's a damaged Spider Man. 
Yeah, but anyways, when I watched a movie, the more he talks, the more I got used to it. The sarcasm. And the more I'm like, <laughs> okay, it really makes sense yeah. to have him voice uh, the Spider-Man because uh, uh, his voice is very raspy. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, certain moments of him being Spider-Man really make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the the story of uh, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. love it. I love this origin story. This... Has, is this your first expo- one? Is this your first exposure to Miles? For me? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really want to spoil myself too much because I, okay. I know that you know there's a whole lot of it. Yeah. Um, and also, I just realized you got double double Steinfeld that that day. I know I did get <laughs> double uh, Steinfeld that day. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld yeah. does the voice of Gwen Stacy and uh, Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. All right. And also uh, the main lead in Bumblebee. Yeah. So before we move on to Bumblebee, what's uh, what what would you give Spider Man out of five? Dude, I'm gonna give it a, a straight up five. It's that Damn. good. I there, it's really hard to not give this a five because it pokes fun of so many of the origin story movies because it keeps repeating itself all the time. Yeah. Like every time there's a reboot on a Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. is oh you get a spider bite, you know. Um, and then you know the story already you know all this stuff yeah yeah you already know the story and the thing is that they poke fun of it so much in this movie that you kind of go okay this is awesome <laughs> like I'm I'm really excited that they're they're doing it but they're doing it in a way where you know we feel comfortable watching it right that way yeah all right Anton all right so I I wish I can go on and on about it but I guess we have to move on yes we do all right, I told him. All right. So what's your second serving of Haley Steinfeld? Okay, so I got to see Bumblebee. I'm just going to go really quick with this one. I really like this movie. This is a whole different change of, of pace for the Transformers series. I'm really happy that you know Bumblebee really got the time to shine in this one because, uh, I mean, for the longest time, I didn't really know what Bumblebee was going to sound like because you know from watching all of these other Transformer movies, he's such a badass but he, sometimes there are moments where you're like, he's too, he's kind of like a little baby. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I mean, there are times where he really shines and he's able to outperform himself as, you know, uh, an action robot, mm-hmm. you know. Like all, but, he goes uh, from really childlike to being like a badass soldier or something like that. Yeah. But in this one, the first couple minutes of the movie, the first generation Transformers is so awesome looking. I love the design. I wish that the whole Transformers series started with this. And it should the have. The whole they, action sequence is insane. Yeah, they should have started with something smaller instead of trying to bring it, uh, the whole world into one movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so anyways, the whole part where Bumblebee was talking at the very beginning of this movie mm-hmm. is so badass, so cool. <laughs> he was a hardcore soldier and there's really nothing that you know really takes away from from all of the other films that he was in. This one makes him shine so much. And overall, the whole entire movie, I think if it wasn't for Haley Steinfeld, this movie would have been bad. So the dynamic between her and Bumblebee is what made, what sold the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think she really carried this movie. Uh, what about, you know, John Cena? John Cena, uh, he has his moments. I, feel, I felt like uh, he did a really good job, but... Uh, I think they should have had someone more, uh, like, they, they needed that umph where you hate that person. Because uh, okay. when you watch John Cena, 
you can't really take him seriously because yeah he's john cena yeah and that's the thing i can't get past that no matter what movie he's in i just see him as john cena being john mm-hmm. cena which is a different name yeah um, exactly all- that's how i see it all right next one. and this one does come out uh the 23rd 22nd i don't know 23rd. Yeah, 24th, I think. 24th. But then 23rd is uh, the day before where you get to see it early. Okay. All right, Anton. Mm-hmm. So what would you give Bumblebee out of five? Uh, I would give it a, a, a 3.8. I mean, it's a, it's a very fun movie, and it really takes me back to watching the first one. So so let me just quickly see who Bumblebee's up against. Bumblebee. Oh, actually, no, the 21st. Ooh. It's going against Aquaman. Very, oh, yeah. So, I know Aquaman's totally going to hit it out of the park, though. Yeah, so you think Aquaman's going to beat that day or that weekend? Oh, yeah, for sure, 100%. I think they're going to split the money, and they're going to both look like they did bad, but in reality, they made a lot of money. All right, Anton, yeah. uh, if people want to help us have a happy Christmas, how can they do that? They can do that by going to our website at uh, www.the2oc.com, and they can purchase stickers or T-shirts from our store. Or uh, click on our banner or link to Amazon to make any purchase. It gives us a little kickback. So be sure to do that. Yes, it does. And you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email at mail at the 2OC.com. Um, don't forget to give us a five-star, thumbs up, whatever the rating system is on your favorite podcast app. And I believe that's it. Right, Anton? I'm not forgetting anything. Yep. I seem to. That should be it. I felt like I went through that too fast. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. Later. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Okay.